Good afternoon, everybody. It's Bobby Beast Coast Lanou here on August the 25th, uh, talking about New England sports. That's right. New England sports was a big, busy, busy, it's been a busy week since last I spoke, and some things have transpired since that time. And we'll start, and we'll just get right into it with the Red Sox. Um, I've been a little negative, I, I guess you could say, about the Red Sox and their chances to get to the playoffs, and I and I did say, you know, they don't pick it up, you know, they're going to end up uh, uh, towing the line, and they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, well, you know, they, they had some games uh, this past weekend and upcoming this week that they have to win. There's no question about it. They just played Texas for three games. Well, first and foremost, they just got swept by the Yankees last week in the three-game set, and it's embarrassing, quite frankly embarrassing, because you had owned the Yankees for the most part of the season. And then when you need the, to at least get one, maybe two games out of the three, you couldn't come through and get any. Yeah, that's a huge disappointment because the Yankees are on a tear. They've won 11 in a row. Someone woke up the giant and here we go. I was worried about it and, and it's happening. Uh, they're currently in six ga- uh, second place and four games out of first. Red Sox are six and a half games out of first, uh, and they had three games over the weekend against Texas. I really thought they needed to sweep it. You know, the, the Rangers and the Twins and the Orioles, these games that are coming up, they need to sweep these guys. They're cellar dwellers, and, and Texas Rangers have a horrible road record since the All-Star break. And they, they did a fire sale, basically. They got rid of Kyle Gibson, one of their, their best pitcher on the team, so they didn't have a lot. And for Eduardo Rodriguez to go out there on Saturday night and just lay an egg, I mean, they got trounced. It was the most runs Texas has scored on the road since the All-Star break. And it's embar- that was embarrassing. Embarrassing. I'll say it. And I'm a big E-Rod fan. Big E-Rod fan. I-, I think he's a very good pitcher. I think he's been through a lot with his health and getting back to where he needs to be as a professional baseball pitcher. But he hasn't had a great year. His ERA is 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 pretty is really high, and he's been back and forth. Uh, he's not the man who we saw a couple years ago when he was a legit number one, number two starter for any team in the Major League Baseball. But here we have it. You can't complain. You know the Red Sox are forty and twenty-five at home, thirty-two and thirty on the road. They did take two out of three from Texas, but they needed some dramatics. Uh, Travis Shaw, who came over from Milwaukee, Milwaukee outrighted him. Uh, he played for the Red Sox uh, before he got traded, uh, Mr. Shaw, and he hit a grand slam uh, in extra innings uh, to save to save the day. Because if we had lost to Texas two out of three, you you just can't lose to these teams right now. You can't. You you're in the dog days of August, going into September, where you only have one month left and your days of trying to go, well, we'll just have to be better tomorrow. We have to play better tomorrow. You can't keep saying that and using an excuse, well, I was terrible. I'll be better next time. You can't keep doing that at this point. Maybe at the beginning of the season, but I know Erod, he said, well, it was, it was a miserable performance by me. I have to do turn the page and, and, and do better next time. Sure, you got to turn the page, but you can't keep using that same excuse. You can't. It, it's put up or shut up time at this point. Um, and I still feel like he's going to be a big 
uh, asset for us down the stretch before the end of the season. Because as it stands right now, the Red Sox are six and a half out of first. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, there is no way unless Tampa Bay just crashes and falls, they're not catching Tampa Bay. Uh, they're two and a half behind the Yankees for second place in the first wild card position. And they can still do that. There's no reason why. But the, the Yankees, like I said, are hot, hot, hot. Uh, the Yankees, uh, the Red Sox hold the second uh, wild card spot. And the Oakland A's. And don't look now, but the Seattle Mariners are on the Red Sox heels. Oakland's two behind the Red Sox, Seattle's three behind the Red Sox, and Seattle's won three in a row, and they just beat Oakland twice. They're going for the sweep today in Oakland, I believe, and that's a big deal. Um, Seattle has put it together very nicely. Remember, they made the trade. They traded their closer away, Graveman, to Houston, and they didn't like it. And uh, there was some animosity, and now they're just putting it together, and I give them props. Uh, Toronto's five and a half behind the Red Sox. And we don't have any more games with Toronto this year, so I don't see them catching us. Uh, But it's a big string of games. We did take two out of three from Texas. And last night we beat the Minnesota Twins 11 to 9. Now, granted, this game was a lot not, this game was close, but it shouldn't have been this close. Our pitching didn't come through for us. Tanner Houck was the starting pitcher. He only last four and two-thirds innings. I was hoping he'd get to five innings to see if he could get the win because he's zero and three, and he's pitched pretty well, but he gave up three runs last night. He, he struggled, um, but a record was set last night as Josh Taylor came in uh, with two outs uh, in the bottom, uh, in the top of the fifth and threw a 92-mile-per-hour sinker and um, with one pitch, he got the third out, and he ended up getting the win, which he's the fifth Red Sox pitcher in history since, like, 1988 to do that. So that's kind of a, a nice or, or interesting accomplishment, if, if I do say so. Uh, Hunter Renfro hits two more home runs. That dude is a stud. What a great pickup he was, huh? What a great pickup, Hunter Renfro. And I, and I hope we can keep him for a while. He is a Red Sox player. Uh, uh, Mr. Shaw hit another home run yesterday. So that's two games, two home runs for him. Maybe he just needed a change of scenery. The guy's been bitten by the bug, the injury bug. And he plays first base. So there we go. We needed a first baseman. And we do. We, we got one. Schwaber's come across, uh, come over from the, from the, um, Washington Nationals, and he's done well. He gets on base like all the time. It, it's it's good. And yesterday on Kiki Hernandez's birthday, he hit a blast, a big two-run homer that really was the was the icing on the cake because we did win eleven to nine. Um, but there is a problem with all that good, right? We have an issue, and that issue is is simple. Matt Barnes. And I've talked about him, and I've talked about him, and I've talked about him. Matt Barnes, in the last eight appearances, he's given up 10 earned runs on 11 hits. On August the 4th, he had a 2.25 ERA. As of today, August the 25th, he has a 3.91 ERA. 
Folks, that just ain't going to cut it. Now, I don't know if his arm, he's got a dead arm or he's burnt out or what happened. Um, I was never convinced of him being our closer. I think he is a good pitcher and I think he's a good middle relief pitcher or an innings eating pitcher. But a closer, I, I just wasn't buying it. And it's coming back to bite him in the butt because he's not pitching well. And he totally admits to the fact that he's not pitching well. And we can't keep having this. Because you need a closer in the playoffs. Um, and right now, we, we just, we, we don't. Let's face the facts. We don't have a closer. And we need people to finish the games off. We need, you know, we need a closer. And in saying all that, we, we turned the page. And we've got, again, today, we've got the Twins and the Red Sox. We have to win these games. These are the games we have to win. Red Sox 72 and 55. Nick Pavetta on the mound. He's 9 and 6, 4.43 ERA with a 1.29 whip. He got rocked against the Yankees the last time out. So hopefully he can figure it out today and pitch a good game against the uh, Minnesota Twins. He's going against Bailey Ober. Bailey Ober 1 and 2 for the Twins with a 4.38 ERA and a 1.26 whip. Um, you know, twins aren't going to sit back and just let us win the game. They, they did fight yesterday and they're going to fight again today, but we do need to win. Um, we need to take the next two games. There's no doubt about it. And, um, if, if we can win the next two games against the twins, then we have a road trip coming up and, um, it's not going to be easy like the 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 rest of the teams listen to this this is just this is rough because you got three at Cleveland coming up and Cleveland even though they're not really in it they're no slouch by any means right they're no slouch they're gonna give us everything we can handle I mean they got some hitters over there but the big one comes right after that you got four at Tampa Bay so you got to take care of business against the Twins and win the next two. You got to at least take two out of three from Cleveland on the road. And then against Tampa, you have to take three out of four. Have to. Um, and you've got Sale pitching in that series. And you've got Rodriguez pitching in that series. And Novaldi's pitching in that series. So you got those guys pitching in that series. So you, you've got to get the wins because then you go home for three against Cleveland and then you got three against Tampa Bay so that's rough and to top it all off you go on the road after that for three at the White Sox and three at the Mariners brutal brutal schedule and you it it, it definitely could be the tipping point on what happens for the rest of the season for us so you know We'll see what happens tonight against the Twins. You can only take it one game at a time, and we'll see what happens tonight against the Twins. Wrapping that up, going over to the Patriots. Today, Patriots made a a trade, which I I saw coming. I didn't know it was going to be to the Rams. But Sony Michelle in a crowded running back backfield for the Patriots got traded to the Rams for a fifth and sixth rounder, but could move up to a fourth on a compensatory pick. Um, We'll just have to wait and see. Probably will be a fourth. Uh, look, Sony Michelle was having a great spring, some great summer. Uh, he was doing well. And um, to lose him, look, we have a crowded backfield. I mean, our running backs have been amazing. You you know, you have 
Damian Harris, who's going to be the workhorse. J.J. Taylor has been nothing but dynamic, but we'll have to wait and see what he can do against first stringers. Um, and then Stevenson, the rookie out of Oklahoma, you know, he failed his conditioning test when he came in. But boy, that dude is like a locomotive. And they're trusting a rookie to back up Damian Harris because if Harris gets hurt, that's it. J.J. Taylor and Stevenson. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, the Patriots have a strong running back uh, team right now. So, you know, someone had to be traded or let go or something, and they did get some value. They got some value for Sony Michelle. I'll be sad to see Sony Michelle leave. He definitely was an integral part to the last Super Bowl we won against the Rams. He's the only one who scored a touchdown in that Super Bowl, believe it or not. And um, I'm a Georgia alum, so it's kind of bittersweet. Uh, but you got a game coming up this week. You got to turn the page. You got a game coming up this week, and it's against the Giants. Their last preseason game. It'll be Sunday night at six o'clock. It's going to be on the NFL Channel. A um, couple players you need to keep an eye on for this week. Uh, Mac Jones. You know, um, Cam Newton can't be around the team right now because he broke some protocols with COVID. So Mac Jones. If you want to, here's your time to shine to prove that you want to be the starter. Here it is. Um, he's played really well in his first two preseason games. But once again, you got to hold your expectations a little bit because it's not against the first team squad. I mean, we we destroyed the Eagles last week, but they didn't have any starters out there. Um, the other one who I mentioned a, a week or two ago, the kicker, Quinn Nordine, he had a rough, rough week last week. I mean, he missed three kicks uh, last week. And uh, two of those, I believe, were extra points. You know, Bill Belichick will, yeah, he's not going to deal with that. Nick Folk is back in the in, in, at practice. I, I'm rooting for the kid. I am. And he's got to have a good, good game against the Giants. I just don't see him making the team. If he would have made his field goal, extra points at least, against the uh, Eagles, I think it would be, a you know, it, it's good to have young blood in there. And he's got a cannon of a leg, um, but I don't think he's going to make it. And Joan Williams, cornerback uh, out of Vanderbilt, he's had a rough go of it in the NFL. I mean, he's been up and down, uh, but with Stephen Gilmore still out with his injury, and you don't know when he's going to be back and he hasn't signed yet. Joan Williams has a lot to, sh- he, he has a lot to prove this week. He's had a pretty good uh, camp of it and good preseason games himself. Uh, but those are the guys I think that you need to take a look, keep an eye on uh, on Sunday. Another person I'll just throw out there, Anthony Jennings. Keep an eye on him. Um, he has a chance to shine because they're going to have to cut more players. So with the regular season a couple weeks away, um, here, here we go. Here we go. The cuts get more and more because you can't have, you know, but only so many players on your team. Um, but we'll see. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that next week when the preseason is over with and we go into the regular season and uh, get ready for the regular season football of 17 games. Who would have thunk, huh? Uh, who the heck likes 17 games? I mean, I do. I'm sure that they don't because it is a pounding on their body. But as a fan, I, I love it. Um, but 
In saying that, let's go over and talk about a little bit about the Bruins, just to touch base. Uh, um, Tuka Rask had his labrum surgery on his hip. He's recovering well. He's a little bit ahead of schedule. Um, he thinks he'll be ready before or right, right near Christmas. Um, that's great news for Bruins fans if, if that's who you still want as your goalie. Because right now we're going into the season with Jeremy Swayman and, and Linus Olmark. Uh, he was the pickup from the Buffalo Sabres. You know, the Bruins don't have a lot left in the cap. And Tuka did say it's not about the money. I love Boston. I want to be in Boston. I want to finish my career in Boston. So I think we're going to sign him, obviously, back in December, January. And Linus and Jeremy, it's their opportunity to shine. I mean, the Reds, will the Bruins carry three goalies? I don't know. You can. The Rangers did it a couple of years ago. But it, 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 you know, it doesn't happen often. Um, looking forward to the battle between Swayman and Olmark and see what happens. I thought Swayman was out of his mind when he played last year. Uh, but I like to see what Linus can do now that he's away from Buffalo and nothing against Buffalo, but they're not a very good team. And we'll see if he can uh, hold his own when he's playing with the Bruins, who Bruins are very structured, very good team. They got a lot of new players, and they lost David Krejci, which is a huge, huge loss. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what the Bruins do with Tuka Rask. Will they sign him back? Will, will it be for the cheap? Will he take it? Um, well, time will tell, and hopefully we'll be talking about that soon. And lastly, I just want to hit on real quick. The Celtics, they gave extensions to three players over the week. One was Marcus Smart, which I saw that coming. One was Robert Williams, which I didn't see that one really coming. But the other one was to Josh Richardson, who hasn't even played a game with the Celtics yet. Um, I'm okay with the Marcus Smart extension, even though I'm not a huge Marcus Smart guy. But he's loyal. The guy wants to play for the Celtics. He wants to be on Boston. He loves Boston. He wants to be here. At least he's saying all the right things. But, you know, what's going to happen when he's playing point guard and we're down by two and you got Tatum and Brown ready for the shot and they're open? Does he pass it or does he take the shot? Most point guards are facilitators, not shoot first. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I know a lot of fans think they're going to take him and Robert Williams in a package and trade him for this person or that person I don't think so I think they got the team that they want the uh, Robert Williams extension I'm concerned a little bit and the only reason I'm really concerned by what is with this that dude is an awesome athlete but he gets hurt a lot I mean he does guys he gets hurt a lot and I just don't see where he warranted an extension. And to go even further, Josh Richardson, he hasn't done anything for us yet. And he's getting older. And here here we are giving him an extension. I I just don't see it. I know they want to be loyal to their players. And I hope I'm wrong. Maybe the Celtics will come out like gangbusters and just kick butt. But I'm really concerned about the team and the team makeup. Uh... Where is Dennis Schroeder going to fit? I love that signing. Um, We got him for the cheap, too, when he wanted a lot of money. And that backfired on him. But what's going to happen when Robert Williams gets hurt? When Al Horford can't play because he's old and he gets hurt? Who's our center? Enos Kanter? Huh? Who is it? 
because they're going to get hurt because they got hurt. Robert Williams got hurt a lot last year or it wasn't, you know, he just wasn't always playing. He always had something wrong with him. When he played, he was phenomenal. And Al Horford, he, I know he was a healthy scratch a lot because Oklahoma was tanking, but he got hurt too. So those are things to take into consideration. I hope the new coach does well, and I hope he can prove me wrong. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week. I, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, we'll be back next week for more uh, tidbits of information from all four uh Boston Bruins, Red Sox, Celtics, Patriots. Uh, Until next week, have a great week. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll talk soon. Later.